Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast with host Bo Marchanti, featuring head coach Jim Perry and the next generation of Red Dragons. Welcome back to another edition of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast. I'm your show host, Bo Marchant, and we're joined with head coach Jim Perry of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons. Dragons are 5-4, and four, suffered a loss this past weekend or past last Friday uh, to Struthers, 21-0, and now you face rival Gerard here at Bo Ryan Stadium this Friday. And uh, you mentioned possibly, Coach, before we went live, uh, you could possibly play this team back-to-back weekends with the playoffs looming. Yeah, that's that's definitely within the realm of possibility. Uh, uh, obviously, our game's a big factor in that. I think there's more chance of that if they were to beat us, but still a chance if we were to beat them. Uh, I guess the big thing on the, on the line, uh, in addition to just being the rivalry, and we play for that uh, Ragazine trophy there, but uh, uh, the winner will be at home week 11, and the loser, uh, regardless of of uh, who they play will more than likely be on the road. So there's a lot on the line this weekend. Nice. And this past weekend, I think turnovers, is it fair to say turnovers were the culprit of the demise of the Dragons last week? Yeah, the old things that uh, haunt you in football, turnovers and penalties. Uh, I mean, we only punted once while well, we tried to punt twice, but that was one of those turnovers where we had the bad snap on the punt. Uh, but, uh, you know, three turnovers plus the bad snap and then, two huge holding penalties uh, on drives, and then the, the one drive we actually did score, they called assisting the runner. So another penalty took points off the board there. So, again, you can get away with that against some teams. You can't get away with it. A, a team like Struthers, you know, you look at what they've done there. They're now 7-2. and two. They took South Range down the last play of the game. I mean, the, the positive there is I thought uh, we played way harder and uh, – more on point than we did against South Range, but certainly when you throw those mistakes in there, it was sort of like the Poland game all over again. You cannot get away with that. Yeah, and get away. I'm glad you brought up the South Range game because a lot of people just, you know, it just seemed like the team wasn't there. And, you know, they've been there all year, but for some reason they just they never got over the, you know, got off to a good start, never rebounded. Um, the turnovers this past week, every loss I'm sure is fr- frustrating, Coach, but would you rather have a team that's just kind of out of it or – and lose, or would you rather have the turnover? If you had to pick one, in either or, a team that kind of doesn't show up or a team that's there and is just playing hard, but penalties and turnovers cause this. Yeah, but in my my <laughs> eyes, as, as a coach of the team, I'd 100% take last week's loss okay. because your guys are giving effort. I mean, you know, did, did we want to have a bad snap? No. no. Did we want to throw a pick? No. Did we want to fumble the ball, uh, <laughs> you know, twice down there in the red zone? Absolutely not. It's, you know, so those, those are things, in, in, you know, it wasn't, one, like, I, I can look at Chris Rochard's. I went back and looked at the film and actually saw a still shot. We get, there's a lot of photographers at these games now. He has that ball covered up, you know, exactly like we practiced and, and practiced, and, and yet somehow the ball came out. And then, you know, same thing with Antoine. I mean, that kid was on his back for a good four or five yards. And, you know, he's, he's fighting the way you want him to, and, and the ball comes out. So, you know, th- those are part of the game. You, you just uh, you stress it. 
uh, you practice the things to prevent it, but when they, when they happen, and sometimes, you know, Bo, maybe it is because you are playing so hard, you know, you're trying to, to go that extra, get that extra yards and things of that nature. But, uh, you know, I thought, again, defensively, we were a little uh, outmanned. We had some injuries that we were trying to, to fight through. We were playing a lot of kids both ways. You know, the whole Struthers are 21 points. That's their season low on offense. It's a very small moral victory, but uh, it's an indication of how how hard our guys uh, fought throughout that game, for sure. Excellent stuff. And I'm curious, uh, with the kids with the throne, what's it like for you? How, I guess how do you the kids motivated? I mean, I mean, maybe it's a bonehead play. Maybe you get into their butts a little bit and yell at them, but uh, or do you take the other route, need be, to just say, hey, keep your head up, keep grinding? Yeah, most of the time, you know. Again, like when you when you see something like that happen, like I said, the, if you fumble the ball playing uh, on Sony PlayStation, you're going to be upset. You didn't mean to do it, right? Uh, and and again, that that's the thing is, hey, we got to keep conscious of the ball. We need to protect the ball. But at that point, what what really is yelling at him going to do? The the, the first the, the kid that made the mistake, he knows it, you know. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it, in in the two, the interception just got away from Anthony. Uh, there was a uh, an area there where I felt, you know, his his feet got a little bit crossed if he could have stopped his feet. But okay, uh, that was a little bit of a mechanical thing. But again, not something he wanted to do. He's been suffering with that shoulder. It, it's caused him some problems on certain types of throws, uh, and he sailed the ball. You know, it, it certainly wasn't. Bad read. The ball was going to the right place. He he just missed the throw. So, you know, you, if you're playing hard, you're bound to have a turnover too. But you, you can't get away with with four different times. Plus, I said like those big penalties. And by big penalties, I mean you get a holding call, and uh, you, now you're in first and twenty. It's it's you you see it every week. I'm yeah, sure, Bo, when you're covering games, it's it's a drive killer, and it happened to us a couple different times. And and again, you know, you got to keep your hands inside. Uh, but in those cases, it's our guys fighting like crazy. You know, if, they, if they're blown, blocking to the whistle, that's somehow you, you know, how you get caught doing that. And you got a good back like Antoine or Joey behind you, and, and they bounce it in a place where you don't know that they're going to be, and you feel that guy getting away from you, and, well, the ball's supposed to be to my right. Why is he going to left? And it's that extra aggression that a lot of times is, uh, gets that call. So they're part of the game. You you have to you have to limit them. And uh, the lesson here is, again, you're going heading into the playoffs, and, and you're going to be facing a good team if you play six more games in the playoffs. That's how it goes. So we have to, to fix those things up so that we can keep advancing and keep playing football. Excellent stuff. Once again, Coach Perry here on the Mount McKinley Red Dragons football podcast, talking a little Red Dragons football, sharing his thoughts on this past weekend's game versus Struthers, and then he'll also preview um, what we should expect when uh, the Dragons host the uh, Girard Indians this weekend, uh, I'm, I'm, or this Friday, I should say, this weekend. Uh, f- with the playoffs lingering, do, do you try to keep the kids not looking too far ahead and try to keep them focused on this game, or is that a hard task, or is it something you can kind of easily kind of do? Yeah, we'll go back to uh... – beginning of the year, week one, you know, how do you stay focused for week one? Well, you play your rival and then uh, you, you spend all winter thinking about it. This is sort of the same thing. If, if this was an auto conference game or a game that, you know, for whatever reason, just wasn't in, a, in the words of other people, big game, that might be difficult when you're playing Gerard uh, with, with the home field for the playoffs on the line. I mean, I, I don't think you could get any more focused than what we have for this game. You know, if we end up playing them again, you know, we'll 
that, that's not a that's not a thought like, hey, don't run this play. We can play him next week. I mean, it, we'll have uh, in the words of the water boy, can't hold nothing back now. I mean, we 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 you know we're coming off three three straight losses, and you know two of those games I thought we competed well in, and 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 it was a mistake. So we have a lot in on our ride of winning or on the line a winning season on our end would mean a lot to our kids and. And really, uh, for our seniors to get to, to run out of the tunnel at least one more time would, would be an incredible uh, thing. So uh, we are definitely uh, uh, really all hands on deck on this one game. It means a ton. Yes, and they're also 5-4. and four. Um, Their quarterback, I know he was dealing with some health issues. He's been playing, though, right? Yeah, he's been a bit real, really courageous. You watch a kid out there, he's uh, really struggling. He has some type of knee injury. I'm not sure what that is, but, uh, uh, you know, there's been times where he had to come. It kind of reminds me of Anthony a little bit. He's doing what he can, and but there's there's certain things he probably can't do. Uh, he's had to come out of the game sometimes when they, you know, they bring in somebody else if they need to run the quarterback or things like that. Uh, but, you know, he obviously is a very, you know, his name's tough, but uh, he's obviously a tough, tough kid uh, to, to to go out there. And, uh, you know, not every kid can do that. So the fact this kid's able to put that pain pain aside and, you know, he still throws a great football and, and getting the ball to their playmakers. And uh, I, I just have a ton of respect for a kid going out and doing what he's doing. Nice. Oh, now, they're they predominantly run team, pass team, a little bit they of They mix it up pretty good, you know. Um, when you think Gerard, you think of them throwing the ball around but uh a lot of that stuff's now screens which are just like run plays they're getting the ball to playmakers in space and then they got a kid a couple kids that really will take the the top off the defense which uh the bagalia kid whose brother was a tremendous player there a couple years ago and then uh the sims kid which everyone in the area knows and then you know just something for people to look at i i would say that uh the quarterback for for gerard and antoine they're they're probably the two front runners for Trumbull County Player of the Year honors, you know, so this, this might, and that's not some, that that's in our mind, that's a team award anyway, but uh, that's something that, uh, you know, I think fans can appreciate too, the better in our area are going to go at it, uh, albeit at different positions, but if you want to see some good players, um, you know, O'Ryan Stadium on Friday would be the place to be. Excellent, and uh, I know some key guys were gone, are you going to be able to get any of these guys back? You think? I think so, yeah, so Stephen Thomas, uh, he, he played with that ankle sprain last week, got through most of the game, got rolled up late in the game, and uh, oh, exactly. kind of re-aggravated, yeah, <laughs> it's poor luck, but uh, you know, he, he was back out there yesterday, really, really moving around well, so that was exciting. Uh, I think we'll get Nathan Coots back, and then uh, uh, Josh McCoy and Jamari White, they're, they're kind of day-to-day, but, again, both of them practiced yesterday and uh, pretty hopeful that we'll have them. So, you know, if, if if that is the case, you know, us at full strength in week 10, even if some guys are nursing some things, uh, you know, we'll take it. So, that you know, that would be huge because just to know what we named there, that, that's – that's four skilled skilled guys on both sides of the ball, and uh, uh, to get them back into the fold, I think that can make us a little more dynamic. And you know, when you have Gerard, you can't have enough skilled guys to, to try to cover them the way they throw the ball down the field and that. So, you know, and they, you know, it's getting to that point where they, they know there's there's some. You're looking at this and saying, you know, I'm a senior. I want to get back out there, uh, you know, help my team. And, uh, you know, maybe I'd love to sit this out, but there's nothing left to sit out. we we got to go. It's go time. So they're, they're, they're going to try. But, you know, if we have them all, yeah, probably not. But if we get three out of four, I'll take it. Fair enough, Coach. And that's uh, good stuff. And uh, it's hardly – um, with, you, you talk about these kids running out of the tunnels. And if you don't get another home game here – then this will be the last time they, they do that as an as a active player. 
Uh, what's it like for you? I mean, do emotions run high for you? Because I'm sure, you know, you're with these kids from probably the point where they start the program, and you've been here tenured long enough, what, five, six years? So you've seen these kids develop. You've seen them since freshmen. Now they're seniors. Uh, what's it like for you seeing those kids do it as well? It, it, it certainly is. And, and one of the things from, from my lens is, all the coaches' lens is, it hits every kid for <laughs> however many generations you want to talk back the same way. Oh, my God, I cannot believe it's over. Uh, you know, the playoffs can kind of taper that to some point, I guess, because, you know, you know you're going to to play another game. But uh, when, you, when you walk off the field for the last time and you put that helmet back in the locker, that, that's, that's a feeling that uh, uh, it, it, you really feel for the kids because you know, as a coach, they didn't get it, and then all of a sudden they really get it. And it's like an overwhelming uh, you know, surge of emotion that they didn't think was going to happen to them. Um, you know, but when you do see that, you you do know that that they cared, in which we know our kids do. But it's that realization of everything they had put into it for all these years. Uh, you know, come crashing to an end, and uh, it's bittersweet. I guess would be the way to describe it. Fair enough. Fair enough. But again, five and four dragons. Remember last year, uh, two and eighteen. So they definitely got things turned around, a healthy team getting back to being a healthier team from what they were earlier in this year when they were really uh, putting up some big numbers and hopefully uh, quarterback Anthony Budak gets those skill guys back so he can kind of do what he does best. Uh, Coach, this is as well a player of the game from uh, Struthers? Um, you know, I thought Deontay, again, Antoine had a huge night. Uh, <laughs> it was most of our offense. He's like Jordan Nash. He's going to go 43. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, just, just 160-some yards of uh, – uh, rushing, I think he had like nine tackles. I know Chris Rocher had a lot of tackles. Uh, Deontay Williams was a kid that uh, uh, I think he led us in tackles maybe with like 13. Okay. And then, you know, the other, the other kid I would mention in there is Chris Masiosi. Uh, Chris is a kid that's been disruptive all year. I thought yeah. he blocked well on offense. He did have a holding penalty, which, again, it was, it was physical play, trying, trying to do a lot for his team. I thought he was a kid that really uh, stood out on defense for us. So if it were me, Bo, I mean, Antoine, I think his pile's full. Uh, <laughs> we'd, we'd probably flip a coin between Deontay and Chris Masios. Yeah, like I said, he's such a talented kid. You could almost give it to him every week. So it's kind of like, hey, we know this is it's not to take it. So who's our featured Red Dragon today? And uh, tell us a little about him. Yeah, I'm going to try to get Chris in here, Masios. I think his, his play is warranted a little bit of attention. Uh, number 77 uh-huh. for those guys. Uh, Chris actually transferred. Uh, into us uh, last year from McDonald. Uh, he's a pretty raw kid, and I think he's at that point. It's it's kind of that fun place to see a player where it's all starting. And he's starting to figure it out. He's starting to figure out who he is, how hard he has to play. Uh, you know, I, I watch him in on like a Monday in the weight room, and and at this point in time, you're trying to like take care of your body a little bit, and he's in a dead sweat trying to you know get himself as strong as he can. So I'm been really excited for how he's played for us, and uh, you know what he's been able to do. So I thought, hey, let's get him on. Well, junior, we haven't had a ton of young underclassmen on here, so uh, get a younger guy in here and let you beat him up for a few minutes. So he's a junior, yeah. You know, and Chris Masiosi. Well, like I said, Masiosi, that's what I call him. I okay. think I'm right, but if you any other coach you watch in here is going to have a different pronunciation. We get uh, Massiasi, Massachoni, uh, Macaroni. I mean, there, there's a lot. We all struggle with it. Uh, the spelling's uh, 
a, a little bit tough. I'm sure he can tell you all the different ways he's heard his name called. But one of the problems is he never corrects anyone. Oh, he just, he just, just yeah, yeah, I'm sure his whole life, you know, it's like me when people spell my name, P-E-R-R-Y. You just go, you, you, you grow to accept some of that stuff, so. And real quick, uh, well, before you go get him, um, Howard Schellenberger, the old Miami coach, um, one of the Bear Scouts that used to coach him, told me a story that uh, he would just call kids what he wanted to call them. So <laughs> it's to easier say, that way. And, yeah. he'd, and he'd just say, if this was Jim and Bowen here, and he just wanted to call us Ray and Nick, he would just say, Ray, Nick. And people would be like, why is he good? And he would say, he goes, this is how I, this is who I think you are. This is what I'm going to call you. <laughs> do you ever do anything? Well, it's, yeah, it's your own reality, right? I mean, and then, like I said, a lot of times you'll do something like that, and the kids won't, they won't, <laughs> and like, wait a minute. I, well, I think it was this one for you yesterday. So uh, Chris Rochard asked me to write a, he's, he's, he's working on uh, trying to go to the uh, Air Force Academy, which okay. to me is awesome. like, yeah, I feel like I, I would accomplish something if he would do that. Um, but writing a letter of recommendation, and I'm sitting down and writing. Now, I know he spells his name with a K, and I'm like, Chris, I need to ask you this, but is it Christopher or is it just Chris, you know? And uh, he laughed, texted me back to Coach Christopher, which I'm like, you know, I, I knew that because I've heard his parents call him by Christopher. But, yeah, you just get into uh, some kids you call by a nickname, and you forget what their real name is, whatever. There's a lot of that. And, and a lot of those things, you know, you get a nickname in a sport, and it sticks with those kids for the rest of their lives. So, <laughs> yeah, and the older you get, the harder it is to keep everything straight for sure. So we're, I'm getting to that point where I might be just Schnellenberger everybody. <laughs> call them whatever. Excellent. Well, thank you, Coach Perry. Good luck this week against Gerard. As always, uh, you can listen to these podcasts on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Music, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. You can find these free and available as we bring you this uh, pod during the football season and uh, exciting time. Uh, again, these kids wrapping up another year. Hopefully you get this win. And the best part is the playoffs loom large for this team. Get back to full health and we can find out, uh, you know, what they can do. And as Coach mentioned, it's possible that they face Gerard in their final game of the regular season, and it's possible whoever wins that game will host the other team um, in the first round of the Northeast State playoffs. That So, Chris Masiosi is going to be joining us, and I believe it was the Poland game. I thought he was the player of the game. I thought he had a, a heck of a game that particular week. And uh, the young man coming he's in. He's hard to find. There he is. I know. He's, oh, he's, a little bit, he's a little bit smaller than me, but that's, that's all right. Chris, welcome to the show. Um, the coach was telling me about you, a junior, come from McDonald. Um, and he said you played a heck of a game this past weekend. He said you're one of the kids. He said if we had to give a player of the game type thing, it, that would be you. Um, I felt that way about you during the Poland game. I love seeing 77 get after it that particular game. I mean, Thank I thought you. You, you play with the fire, you play with the, you know, a tenacity. In and I think as a football player, that's what you want to be. You want to be tenacious and physical. Um, where does that kind of come from? Um, honestly, I just I get on myself a lot. Okay. You know, like during practice and stuff. If I'm not not I'm not pushing myself. I don't really feel like I'm working. Okay. So, honestly, I think it just started from there. And then I've been doing that since I was a little kid, ever <laughs> since I started playing football. Right. And then I just kept pushing and pushing, and then I just go out there and do my thing. Now, you were a Blue Devil from the get-go. Uh, football from a tiny tiny age, or did it is something you take on late? Well, I, I only played at McDonald's for a year. Oh, okay. But originally I'm from Perry, Can. Okay. And uh, I played there ever since I was in, like, fourth grade. And okay. I just – for me, football, I've always wanted to go, like, to the next level with it. 
it's just been in my heart, you know. I've always wanted to go down <laughs> to and be under those lights, and it's just perfect for me, you know. Okay. So yeah. then our whole town, I don't know if you know Can, but, like, mm-hmm. Maslin Can is a huge area for football. Oh, yeah. So our rivals were the Pack Tigers. It was just yeah. – I heard they, they give them a tiger when they're born. I heard, they, <laughs> I heard when they're born. They, they, they come out on the field with the live tigers back in the day. It was insane. I know. I see photos. I'm like, that's amazing. That's, thing. But for a high school, it's just – I think that, just seeing that, seeing that energy, it just drew me in. I had to. I had to be a part of it in some ways. And and you're doing that now. Um, I'm curious, uh, you have terrific size, and then Coach says, uh, you know, you're one of them kids that you're in there just busting the weights out. You're, you know, relentless, and you work really hard to become the player you are. Uh, for you, going into this season, or I should say prior to this season, what other positions have you played? Um, honestly, I've played left tackle and D-line my entire career playing football. I've never really strayed from the line. <laughs> I've, I've, I've always wanted to, obviously. I wanted to catch the ball. Wanted to yeah, everybody wants to do that. But I don't know. I just think I've always been bigger than everybody else. So it was just so obvious for me that it was where I'm at. You know? That's where you're at. Now, you said you want to catch. Do you ever pepper into the coach's ear? Do you ever get in their ear? I've, tried, I've always tried, man. And it's just no-go? It's not a no-go. I just think if if we're looking at a team, they'd rather have me blocking for the guys and then just taking shots at whoever they can than having me out there because I'm not, I'm not used to it and I'm not. Oh, it's a trick place. Trick place? You ever get on them about trick place? I hey, love that. Big That's... 77, long arms, big That's body, red zone threat, right? I mean, just throw it up. For real. Huh? I would love that. That's, That's a dream of mine. You gotta, you, you gotta get with Budak. You gotta say, hey, you know, <laughs> AB, you gotta help me out here. Get, you know, get, mm-hmm. get the, uh, you know, uh, 77 is eligible, right? I mean, <laughs> if again, like if, the dream, absolute dream. Now you're one. I think you. I, I think Steve, Stephen Thomas is a junior, I believe. No, no, he's a sophomore. Sophomore. Okay, he was the only non-senior, including yourself, that we've had on the pod so far this year. So you know your teammates. Um, unless you get a home game in the playoffs, this possibly could be the last time. Um, do you sense that they're sensing that it's such an important night coming up this Friday, not only for the game, but just in terms of their high school football career? I think all our guys are ready. For this game, I think we're all just ready to go out there and show what we're about. I mean, these past few games have been disappointing, of course, but I think we really want to show this town what we're about and what we're really meant to be because I know as a team we're supposed to – we're going to be great. We are, and we just have to prove that to everybody else. Yeah, and that's what it is. You know, the polling game, you know, some drop passes hurt you guys, and then I felt at least, you know, everybody walks around town, everybody talks to one another. You know, that was a game that we felt got away from us, from you guys, we should say, but it's the fan base. And then we, I at least, I mean, well, like, I would have put money on you guys for South Range. I just, yeah, no, I, I, you know, I was just like, you know, I was just like, you know what, that team played so darn good against Poland, like, they, they're in, but just it unraveled quick. And as uh, I think um, Anthony said it last week, and then Coach mentioned it, um, it was kind of like you guys jumping on Beaver Local. You guys were on top of them so quick, mm-hmm. it was over. Kind of like I think that's what happened to you guys was, 21 nothing in the blink of an eye, and just then you're kind of know what to do. Yeah, and it had, but that happens to everybody. I mean, look at this. I mean, you know, Browns over 49. <laughs> I mean, Eagles lose to the Jets. I mean, the Giants basically uh, took the Bills to the, you know, to the, yeah. the wire. So anything can happen. Anything happens. Any given Saturday, any given Friday, and any given Sunday. Um, is it Chris Masiosi? Masiosi. 
Yeah. Okay. And uh, you said he said it's, you, you you say you don't correct anybody. So really. No, I always just because everybody has their own way of saying it. As long as I hear something like that, I'm I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> That's what during the 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 polling area they kept saying. I'm like, man, they change it up every time they call. Yeah, that's why it's hard to understand. You know, and I know we've talked about you several times on the pod, and mm-hmm. coaches like, I hope I'm not not butchering it. Um, well, we're almost out of time, but we always like to have a little bit of fun. We call it three and out. If you mm-hmm. like hard it off the wall questions, if you will. Um, Taylor Swift. Um, what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Uh, our song, of course, our song. I love that. I love that song. Right. I, I listened to it when I was a little kid. Okay. Are you? Would you? Can you see yourself a Swiftie? A hundred percent. Hundred percent. My mom and me want to go to a concert real soon. <laughs> ah, all right. Finally, we got we got some. Uh, so I got a couple guys to shy away from, but you, I, I love that you embraced it. Um, how about this one? Um, I know you're, you're. I'm telling you, I love the tenacity that you bring to the position. Um, are you chatty out there? And if so, do you have like a staple saying that you tell your opponents? Um, I don't really. If I talk, it's more about the play, you okay. know. But for the most part, I mean, I try and keep to myself, but I just I, I stare a lot, you know. Okay. Like like when we're warming up and everybody's lined up and they're all looking towards our guys to like get the plays and stuff. I'm looking at the other team. Okay. And I'm just like staring them down. I, I feel like it looks weird, but I don't know. I just <laughs> I want to see their guys and stuff. I want to watch them. Fair enough. And then uh, we've been having a debate. Um, I I think Joe Smith. Jamari White, Josh McCoy, Josh McCoy, and Joe Smith. Usually, and it, you can name anybody. Who's the fastest Red Dragon? I think Josh. I yeah. think we we had a race one day, and I think Josh beat everybody by yeah. like a landslide. <laughs> <laughs> if you could beat any, what's your forte? Absent of the uh, field, I mean, if I could be anywhere. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess what else are you good at? I mean, if there's, I would love to be a running back. I to get the ball and just go. <laughs> to, I don't think anybody could tackle me for real. I just I'd love that. <laughs> I love it. I would well. I'm gonna text Coach afterwards. I'm like, hey, we're gonna have to design some plays. <laughs> and uh, and before I forget, I'm like, I'm even forgetting what I'm about to say. I did forget. Um, but before we let you go, um, those teachers, you're new to the school. This your five, your first year at Niles, right? This is my or second second year. So, but uh, over in that high school, who are some of your favorite teachers? Uh, Coach Catrone, he's a teacher over there. I love him. Miss um, Merlo, she was, I don't know if you know Roberto Merlo. Uh-huh. She she's always just they took me in immediately and okay. I think that's how the whole school is they just treat you like your family right. as long as they like you. <laughs> yeah, that's but I just I don't know I felt at home the second I got here and I just love all the teachers. Oh, that's excellent. Well, hey Chris, uh, I love watching you again. I, I, I thank if, you. If I show you my notes, you'll you'll see me with little scribbles of seventy seven. <laughs> that's I just I don't worry about the names. I just do the numbers and and go through my notes. Once again, Chris Massiosi joining us here on the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast. And also, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Mr. Fritz. I believe uh, he received an honor for uh, AD. Um, I, I forget the name of the honor, but just a, a shout-out to that. Any accolades and uh, anything that benefits the, the school system in our town is uh, should be uh, should be brought up in uh, praise. So, once again, we appreciate you guys joining us here on the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast. This has been a C2P exclusive.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.